Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, alongside with Ron Price, as we are every time special guest this week. Our focus uh, for the next several podcasts is optimizing strategy. And with that, we are very fortunate to have with us Dr. Timothy Waima. And Ron, you know Professor Tim much better than I. So I'm going to let you do this introduction as we dive into the new book. And I get harassed by Ron regularly, but I'm not letting go of my galley copy of Optimizing (laughs) Strategy because I tell you what, it has been signed by the three authors. It has coffee stains inside. It's already marked up. And I've just got this thing about books that I'm not going to let it go. So um, every time I see it, Ron says, you need the real one. You need the hardcover one. And I say, no, I want this one. <laughs> yes, we, we want you to have two in your library. Okay. One of each. Oh, we'll make and sure that you get that deal. So um, I'm looking forward to these series of conversations as we dive deep into the book, Optimizing mm-hmm. Strategy. And uh, mm-hmm. so first of all, introduce us to Professor Tim. Yeah, so Professor Tim Walolo, yes. Wahima. And I had to really practice the Mwalolo. The yes. first time I tried it, he laughed at me because I got all <laughs> tongue-tied. He's, he's a professor of uh, IT at uh, the University of Nairobi. He's mm-hmm. actually taught there for 31 years now. So very well established. And he's been a great influencer in the country of Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um, I first met him when Evans and I were in Nairobi to introduce the Innovator's Advantage And Professor Tim, as we affectionately call him, was a wonderful uh, person who helped to connect us with people. Mm -hmm. And not just people that were maybe interested in the book, but people who would take advantage and use what was in the book in significant Mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. He's actually been involved in the evolution of the University of Nairobi to becoming one of the top five universities in all of Africa. So um, we got talking about strategy several years ago, found that we had a common interest in it, and that eventually led to Professor Tim and Dr. Evans by and myself deciding that we were going to write this book together. And to me, every collaboration is new. It's different. Mm. And this one was was really a fascinating experience of working together. Yeah. I really enjoyed working with both of these gentlemen. Mm. And um, we really have something that could not have happened without the contributions of all three. And that's what I think great collaboration is like. So, Professor Tim, as you started having the conversation about writing a book on strategy, what was the turning point for you to say, yes, we're going to I need to be a part of this team of three. And this is the right book at the right time. What was that turning point for you? I think the turning point was uh, when we went for a TTI conference and we sat down and we said, yes, let's come up with an outline for this book. And from the things that we discussed that time, I knew that uh, this is the right thing to do. Fantastic. So let's dive in. If you, As you open this book, you're introduced to this term, VUCA, which is originally a military term for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous situations. 
it's a perfect term for what we're living through right now, have been living through for the past couple of years. And that's where this idea of strategy and, and how to think about strategy takes place specifically in seven stages. So give us that introduction and the foundation for what we're going to be learning as we dive into the book. I think it was pretty clear for all three of us when we started talking that we had been influenced by other thought leaders on mm. strategy. And yet we had something more that we felt needed to be said. So uh, the first con or one of the early conversations we had is that in a world that's changing so fast, does strategy still have a role? Mm. The traditional picture of strategy maybe was having an event, a weekend or a week-long strategy session, and you come out with a strategic plan and then mm. you go execute it. And um, one of the thing, one of the people that influenced me, and I think probably Professor Tim in Reading also, was a professor, Harry Mintzberg, from McGill University mm. in uh, Montreal. He wrote a book called The Rise and Fall of Strategic Planning. And it's a great book because it goes through the history of strategy all the mm. way back to the Chinese approach of strategy in the mm. art of war. And then it goes through the popularity of strategy in the 80s and the 90s. Mm. And then how in the early 2000s, strategy sort of fell out of favor because the world was changing so fast. Mm. People thought, well, we just need to keep pivoting all the time. We just need to keep changing what we're going to do. Yeah. And he eventually came around to this idea in the book that you really need to merge both the old and the new. For us, as we looked at the seven stages, stages of strategy, we recognize that there are parts of strategy that are intentionally designed to help you be stable in the storm. Mm. And there are parts of strategy that are intended to help you be agile yes. in the midst of the storm. Mm. So I think that's what got us looking at this concept of VUCA, that in a world that's volatile and uncertain, meaning that we can't always predict what's going to happen, and complex and ambiguous, that there actually is a place for strategy to be your ballast in that storm, to be your stability, so that you don't lose track of who you are mm -hmm. in the midst of all the change, mm -hmm. but you also maintain your flexibility. So that's the way I look at it. What about you, Prof? What can you yeah, add? Yeah, I, th I think I want to add the fact that uh, at that time, we started writing the book uh, in April 2000. And that was at the beginning of COVID-19. And we felt, yes, this is the situation. Uh, this is a, vola a, VUCA, a VUCA moment. And uh, we must integrate VUCA into our book because we are living through a VUCA moment. And uh, if we don't address this in our book, we would have failed. So as you started writing this book in April of 2020, I'm, I'm thinking back to what happened in the months after. How did supply chain interruptions and the month-to-month -month dramatic changes that we saw in the marketplace, how did that expand? How did that impact or expand or contract or, or however you approach it, your thinking and your thought process, especially as the three of you worked on this globally? Because I think that's a really important point. Ron's in the States. Um, Evans was traveling back and forth between uh, Kenya and the States. Uh, Professor Tim, you're in Kenya. So what was and working across the continent of Africa? Tell me about that impact of living in the moment of VUCA. 
I think it really reinforced that the beginning of strategy is making sure that you've built a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. One of the metaphors that we talked about and wrote about is that when you're building a skyscraper, you spend a lot of time building a good foundation. You've mm-hmm. got to go deep. You have to make sure that it's strong. And really, that is a critical part of your success. So what does it mean to have a strong foundation in the context of strategy? And I'll let you answer that, Prof. Yes, yes. This is something that we discussed quite a lot because in our minds, there was we didn't find a book that really addressed this foundation. And we felt obligated to address this foundation because we came from a belief that um, uh, vision, purpose, and uh, core values really are the foundation uh, uh, of a good strategy. And therefore, we spent quite a lot of time discussing this until we felt it needed to be a stage in its own right uh, in the seven stages. We haven't come across a book that really brings this out as as, as a stage in its own right. Uh, and uh, uh, we felt that when those foundations are strong, you can even live through uh, a VUCA moment. Um, and, and obviously, we will explain later how we have integrated VUCA into the, into, the, into the book. Of course, these days, when you're building a skyscraper, you may have to build it to, res- to withstand an earthquake, or you might have to build it to withstand a hurricane or other kinds of storms. And there are very specific ways that you do that to provide stability in the midst of all that turmoil. Mm -hmm. So we were using that idea to say, how do we create that kind of stability in an organization's sense of purpose, in its values of how it wants to do its work and what kind of vision it has for the future that can withstand those storms and keep moving forward without uh, having to go back and completely rebuild from scratch? And actually, we call these three elements enduring because they will last for a long time. Uh, Come whatever circumstances, they will still be valid. So we're keeping these to be what we call short form podcasts. The idea that the average commute time, especially in the United States, we have a global audience for this, but the average commute time is about 20 minutes. And so we're keeping these in that 15 minute range. So uh, keeping an eye on the clock, so to speak, let's wrap up this broad introductory conversation with a look at the high level understanding of structure as you lay out in the book um, and and what that is and, and the benefits of diving into that. This is, uh, I can say that over the years of doing strategy work, and I've really played around with strategy for about 50 years now, that um, one of the things that I always struggled with is that I would get to a certain point where I'd feel like we were started getting stuck. We, we were doing lots of ideation, thinking mm-hmm. about new ideas, and I always referred to it as walking through a field of mud. The more steps you take, the heavier it gets. And at some point you say, wow, can we even get to the end of the field? But you got to keep going. Well, what we wanted to do is we wanted to break it into components so that the journey was easier and you could celebrate along the way as you're making progress. So first we talked about there are really three big ideas behind developing strategy. The first is 
preparing for strategy. What do you need to do to be ready to make good strategy? Hmm. And then the second step is now how do you actually create that strategy? And the third is how do you optimize that strategy so that you get the best results? We all had had a lot of experiences with people who would create strategy, but they hadn't prepared properly and they weren't optimizing their strategy for results. Hmm. So we wanted to solve that problem. And as we began to break it down further, we eventually identified seven distinct stages that you go through to do a great job with strategy. And when you learn and recognize and practice and develop skills in those strategies, you recognize that strategy is an ongoing process that never ends. You keep improving it. You keep refining it. And yes, you might take a yearly review of how you're doing, but in reality, you should be taking many more reviews and it should be something that has a connectivity over many, many years. So the seven stages begin with getting your foundations, preparing your foundations. We've already referred to that. The second stage we refer to as strategic intelligence And we actually use the metaphor of emotional intelligence to think about how an organization develops a realistic view of its current set of circumstances, both internally and externally. Mm. The third one is then creating strategic options. And we had a lot of fun thinking about new and dynamic ways to Mm. do more powerful ideation about what your possibilities are in the future. Fourth is making strategic decisions. And how do you go about making better quality decisions? Fifth is now creating your strategic execution plan. And now you're beginning to add a lot of detail and connecting to people's work responsibilities to it. Sixth is the actual strategy execution. And seventh is evaluation and learning. So we we wanted to identify what you do in each of those seven stages to make it much more practical And really, a lot of the strategy writers over time have done great writing about the importance of strategy and some of the approach to how to do it. But we couldn't find anybody that had given you a step-by-step process that's very practical that will help you excel in all seven of those stages. I want to add the fact... Yeah, there they are. You'll have to excuse the coffee stain. So I know this is a (laughs) podcast, but we're also recording video for this. And what I've done is I've just opened the book to the uh, to the introduction and the diagram that Ron just verbally took us through, Uh, because I think this is an important piece of this that you talk. It's not a one time go off for three days and create strategy for the year or include in that a five year, you know, anticipation and then put it in some kind of a three ring binder and set it on a desk or sit it on a bookshelf somewhere and then maybe come back to it every six months or so. But this is truly an ongoing process as you as you think about it, and I'm just giving folks enough time as they, as if for our YouTube viewers to actually see all of that. And I know there's a coffee stain on the back of this. I was (laughs) on the bottom of the page, excuse that, but um, it's a, it's a well-used book to say the least already um, this early in the stage. So talk about the, the ongoing nature of this idea, because you you touched on it briefly, but I think it, it warrants that uh, a, a little deeper dive in our in our few seconds left. Yes, uh, I can talk about that. Uh, if you look at that model you have just displayed, there are two loops that are there that are very critical. Uh, 
that I, I, I believe you would not find it anywhere else in terms of strategy process. And that is, one is about communication. Because we argue that uh, communication is critical. Because you need to get everybody on board, you, you need to get uh, people to own the strategy and to get committed to the strategy. So we have put um, effective communication as an integral part of every stage. Yeah. The second thing that we have done is we have a seventh stage, which is also unique, in that we believe that it is important to evaluate uh, your strategy process and uh, learn uh, lessons from what you've done, uh, where you have had challenges, how you have overcome those challenges, and so on and so forth. And we also believe that um, evaluation and learning is an integral part of the whole strategy continuum. And uh, therefore, you see all those loops coming back and forth because we believe those two are critical to that process because we believe strategy is a process, not an event. So it's very iterative. You see, look at the diagram. It's very iterative, which means it's very dynamic. Yeah, and I will just comment, Dale, that if people want to see that diagram and be able to download it, they can go to optimizingstrategyforresults.com. So the title of the book, all one word, dot com, and they'll see that there along with several other schematics that we have throughout the book. So optimizingstrategyforresults.com, the website. We'll encourage you to go there as we continue this conversation with Professor Tim and Ron. We'll dive in more deeply to stage one uh, for our next conversation. That's establishing the foundations of strategy. And we'll talk through that. So it's definitely worth your time to take a pause right now. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're consuming the content if it's video on YouTube while you're there if you'd give us a thumbs up we'd really appreciate it also enable the notifications so when a new uh, conversation hits you will you will be the first to know about it uh, same with your podcast player go ahead and subscribe to the podca uh, podcast player that you're listening on so that you're sure to have this content delivered to you as soon as it is released you're going to find more about the book at optimizingstrategyforresults.com. You can also find the book wherever you buy books. I think I've even seen it in the airport. Uh, well, that's time, that. So, yeah. yeah so, that would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, make it easy on yourself. You can just go and, and wherever books are sold, you can find Optimizing Strategy for Results uh, by Professor Tim, Ron, and Dr. Evans Baya as well. So uh, three authors who have really devoted an immense amount of time uh, over uh, close to a hundred years of experience in this in this area of establishing strategy, and they have a powerful track record of success in this area to distill it down into this book for you. So with that, we're going to wrap this episode up and we look forward to our next conversation and having you join us for that. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.